Hello and welcome to Insight with Pastor B. My name is Pastor B and I want to welcome you to the sixth episode of the very first season of Insight. It gives me great pleasure that you are giving yourself to spiritual growth and you are committing yourself to know more in your walk with the Lord. I'm delighted to have you here with me again today and I'm so, so excited to be sharing insights from God's Word with you thank you so much for your comments and feedbacks for always tuning in and for always learning from the word of god today i want to share something that um is a passion in my heart with you and i want to believe that as you listen as you pay attention you are going to learn you are going to be blessed and you are going to be grateful for this episode Hallelujah. Okay, so let me start by saying that God never leaves us in a state of confusion or darkness. Okay, He always provides a way of escape. God provides a way of escape no matter what the situation or trial or challenge is, right? His light and wisdom is ever present at the point of danger or decision making. To grant us direction hallelujah hallelujah come on say thank you jesus for your light thank you jesus for direction okay so we see in first corinthians chapter 10 verse 13 okay it says that the temptation in your life are not different from what others experience and god is faithful he will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. Come on, say God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than what you can stand. When you are tempted, He will show you a way out so that you can endure. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, so as I was going through the book of Matthew this week, I saw something clearly again in the book of Matthew chapter 2 okay how god provided a way of escape at every thorn how we granted joseph and his family direction in dark and dangerous times how we order the steps of the wise men to know where to go and to know what to do and if you're familiar with the book of matthew chapter 2 you're going to know these stories very well okay so it's a very long read matthew chapter 2 verse 7 to 23 and um, let me quickly read through this. It says that um, then Herod called for a private meeting with the wise men and he learned from them the time when the, first, the star first appeared. Then he told them, go to Bethlehem and search carefully for the child. And when you find him, come back and tell me so that I can go and worship him too. Verse 9. After this interview, the wise men went their way and the star they had seen in the east guided them to Bethlehem. It went ahead of them and stopped over the place where the child was. Did you notice how the star guided the men until they found Jesus? Okay, so let's continue. When they saw the star, they were filled with joy. They entered the house and saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. And they opened their treasure chest and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense and maya and when it was time to leave they returned to their own country by another route for god that warned them in a dream not to return to herod 
Okay, so now take note of that. God had warned them in a dream not to return to error because God knew what Herod would do if he found Jesus. Verse 13. After the wise men were gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, flee to Egypt with the child and his mother. And the, the angel said, Stay there until I tell you to return because Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. That night, Joseph left for Egypt with the child and Mary, his mother. The Lord warned Joseph, and Joseph obeyed promptly. And they stayed there until Herod's death. This fulfilled what the Lord has spoken through the prophet. I called my son out of Egypt. Another thing to take note there in that event was the actual fulfillment of prophecy. But that's a use for another time, okay? Okay, so let's continue. Herod was furious. When he realized that the wise men had outwitted him, he sent soldiers to kill all the boys in and around Bethlehem who were two years old and under. Based on the wise men's reports of the star's first appearance, Aaron's brutal action fulfilled what God had spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A cry was heard in Ramah, weeping and great mourning. Rachel weeps for her children, refusing to be comforted, for they are dead. When Aaron died, an angel of the Lord appeared in the dream to Joseph in Egypt. Get up. The angel said, Take the child and his mother to the land of Israel because those who were trying to kill the child are dead. So Joseph got out and returned to the land of Israel with Jesus and his mother. But when he learned that there's a new ruler of Judea, Aaron's son Achilles, he was afraid to go there. Then after being warned in a dream, he left for the region of Galilee. So the family went and lived in a town called Nazareth. This fulfilled what the prophets had said. He will be called in Nazareth. So throughout this passage, we see the Lord instructing Joseph at every turn. And we also see the prompt obedience of Joseph. You see, you cannot separate his obedience to God's instruction from the preservation that he and his family enjoyed throughout this period. Okay? You cannot separate his obedience to the to God's instruction from the preservation that he and his family enjoyed. My pastor always says that our preservation and our prosperity is in our obedience to the leading of the spirit. So it wasn't that God causes it's not that God causes evils to happen to those who disobey, but God's instructions and directions are his tools for preserving us from evil. That the devil is constantly posting our believers. Okay? Let me take that again. Not that God causes evil to happen to those who disobey, but God's instructions and directions are his tools for preserve for preserving us from evil. Now, okay, so God, let's take a look at the book of Acts, a story of those that disobeyed. The book of Acts. Chapter Acts of Apostles, chapter 27, verse 9 to 26, thereabout. You know, the story of um, when Paul told, when Paul was in prison and he told the soldiers not to sail, but they decided to stay still. They, they sailed and then they encountered the storm. And, you know, it was almost as if they dis- because they disobeyed, God caused the storm. But that wasn't what happened. God didn't cause the storm to punish them for disobeying. The leading God gave Paul was to preserve them from the storm in the first place. The soldiers disobeyed and they found the, 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 themselves between the storm. 
But nonetheless, our God still sends a word of assurance, bringing peace and comfort to them, even in the situation, even after they have disobeyed him. He still sent a word of assurance. You know what Paul said? He said, for last night, in verse 23, Acts chapter 27, verse 23, he said, for last night, an angel of God to whom I belong, whom I serve, stood beside me, and he said, don't be afraid, Paul, for surely, for you will surely stand trial before Caesar. What's more, God in his goodness has granted safety to everyone sailing with you. So take courage, for I believe God it will be just as he said. Look at that. Even after they had disobeyed him in that situation, God still sent a word of assurance. He still brought peace and comfort to them, even after they had disobeyed. So God doesn't cause evil to happen, but his obedience, his, um, his instructions and his directions are his tools for preserving us from evil. What an awesome God we serve. What an amazing God we serve. Oh, what an amazing God. Our God is awesome. He said even in our unfaithfulness, he remains faithful because he cannot deny himself. So consider this today. How well have you been paying attention to the leading of the Spirit? Hmm? How well have you been paying attention to the leading of the Spirit? Those who have their sense clouded with their own desires are unable to see His light, to hear His voice, and to follow His directions. So don't let your own desires cloud your judgment. This is so important. I must obey the leading of the Spirit, for my safety is tied to this. My desire mustn't cloud my heart to obey spiritual leadings. Hallelujah. A believer needs to train himself to follow the leading of the Spirit. You must learn to obey Him always and in all ways. When you do this, it becomes easier to hear Him again. You must train yourself. You must practice the culture of hearing Him in your daily affairs. When you do this, it becomes easier to hear His voice at every point of critical decisions so don't live your life to chance don't live your life to luck you have an advantage the advantage is the holy spirit of promise whom you were sealed with when you believe he teaches you all things he leads you and guides you into all truths hallelujah so so this morning i want to encourage you to to pay attention to the leading of the spirit i believe you had learned something today um Thank you so much for tuning in. Please share this link with someone. Share it with a friend. Share it with a colleague. Share it with a sibling, with a neighbor, with your mom, with your dad. Share it. Share it with your friends. Share it with people at your workplace. I want to believe that it has blessed you. It's going to bless everyone as well. So I'll see you same time again next week for another edition of Insights with Pastor B. God has blessed you.